0: It is truly a joy to share this day with you. Happy 50th birthday, Valley Point. Just a real honor to experience this. And I hope already your heart is encouraged as you give thanks for what God has done. And we think about what God will continue to do in and through this place, this church, this faith community called Valley Point Church. Here's what I would like to do. I want to read a letter to you. It's an open letter from my heart as your pastor to you. After that, I want to think about what God has for us and the problem that we solve as a church. And then after that, we'll look at two different pieces of Scripture. So an open letter from my heart to you, Thinking about what God has for us and the problem that we solve as a faith community, and then some pieces of scripture. Okay, my letter. Let me share this with you. Dear Valley Point, today we celebrate our 50th anniversary. It is a beautiful day. It is a day to smile and rejoice. God's work in and through our faith community is noteworthy and a story of God's faithfulness. And it has been fun to sing about that today. God certainly has been faithful. From the very beginning, our church simply wanted to help people find and follow Jesus. That desire led to the formation of a church that gathered, worshipped, prayed, celebrated communion, and opened the word of God, and opened their hearts to being shaped by the way of Jesus. In time, they purchased property on a sleepy country street called Bethel Road in Concord Township. The church began to serve. Lest we forget, God knew this quiet location would experience quite a bit of growth with more and more people wanting to call this area with all of its beauty and what it has to offer home. God knew. God knew. Our church opened its doors and remained faithful to God's call. Our story is one of seeking to honor God. When talking to those who have been part of Valley Point since the 1970s, you hear this in their memories You feel it in their passion. You see it in their dedication. Honoring God is not always easy, but from the beginning, we have mothers and fathers of this church to look to who lived with zeal for God and love for others. Our story is also one of adapting. We are not the same church we were in 1971. Buildings have changed. Our meeting location even changed from this property for 12 years as we met at the Garnet Valley Middle School. From Sunday school to a bus ministry, to small groups, to a name change, to strategy adjustments, to intentionally facing our communities and inviting them to come to music with a piano and organ to a band, changes have occurred. From pews to chairs, from red brick and white steeples to our real home, from worshiping online for a season while working through a pandemic, to meeting in person again, our church has adapted while remaining committed to following the ways of Jesus. Our story is one of seeing God provide. Watching God supply is interesting because he often calls his people He calls us to be part of that process. On the wall in my office, I have a quote that says this God often calls his people into things that are costly and dangerous for the higher purpose of bringing the good news to more people. By God's grace, we are living that quote. God has provided through his people from our first building constructed in 1974 to our current home completed in 2017. May we never forget the story of God's provision and the unusual generosity of God's people along the way. (laughs) May we rejoice Every time we get a drink of water in our buildings, knowing how long we prayed for public water and sewer to be brought to this property. And God did it. He did it. God has also provided through Valley Point to impact our local communities through Christmas initiatives. And let's not forget the many playgrounds that Valley Point has built in places like Russia, Panama, and the Dominican Republic. Our story is one of helping Every time we open the doors, every time. Eternity hangs in the balance. And God uses his church to lift and encourage and challenge. God is using this body to incarnate the love of Jesus to many. I think it is important to state that our story continues. And we have the privilege of being part of it and stewarding a great history. Our story is not finished. A 50th anniversary marks the beginning of the next 50 years. What will God do? What will he do? There's more to be done in becoming deeply formed followers of Jesus. There's more to be done in serving our communities. There's more to give, more to sing, more to study, more to build. Valley Point is a place to belong. As scholar N.T. Wright says about the church, it's a place of welcome and laughter. And I see that here. It's a place of healing and hope, of friends and family and justice and new life. It's where you'll find people learning to pray, coming to faith, struggling with temptation, finding new purpose through God. It's where people bring their own small faith And discover, in getting together with others to worship the one true God, that the whole becomes greater than the sum of its parts. Because sharing the story of Jesus is a great privilege, we step into our future with hope for God to use us, His church, Valley Point Church, to point people to real relationships, And real significance. You are deeply loved church. I'm thankful for you and proud of you and so thankful that God is blessing us. Happy 50th Valley Point birthday to you. It has been fun for me to review and think about our history for the past Several months as we have been preparing for this day, somebody uncovered a 20-year anniversary celebration booklet and gave it to me. And this just talks about the mothers and fathers of our church. And it gives the history of when they built our office building now and when they purchased this property and how they began to serve faithfully. And I am so thankful to look back at things like this and just to have conversations with people who have been here since the 70s and to think about what God did and how God worked. I am so thankful for our history and I confidently say that I am thrilled about our future and what I sense God wants to continue to do for us and through us. So what has God given to us as a church, as a community of Jesus followers seeking to apprentice with Him? What has God given to us? Well, as I think about the history of Valley Point Church and where we have been and where God is taking us, I think there are three components to what God has given to us, and I think you'll Agree with this. God has given us people. And that ultimately is the church. It's a body of believers. The church is not a building, it is people. And God has given to us, to Valley Point, people. And we're here today and we're watching online. God has given to us people. God, though, has Also given to us a place, this home, and the communities around us. One of our values as a church is captured in the word location. We love our location and we seek to be a godly and joyous presence wherever God takes us. That is captured in the word place as well. And God has given to us a distinct place, a location. God has also given to us passion. Passion to live out the story of Jesus. Passion to follow Him in our imperfect ways. Passion to say yes to Jesus as we become bright lights in our communities and wherever he takes us around the world. Passion to open up the Word of God and allow our hearts to be formed by Him. God has given us that kind of passion. And yes, it goes up and down during different seasons, but we have a call. We have a passion to be better together and to be a bright light wherever God takes us. That's our passion. So what has God given to us? Well, He's given to us people. He's given to us a place, and He's given us a passion. Where these three components meet, and that's represented by that red spot in the middle there, I believe that is our uniqueness, where people, place, and passion come together. That is our uniqueness, or the problem that we solve And I don't know if you've ever considered that as you think about our community of faith. We do solve a problem with our people, our place, and our passion. So our uniqueness, what God has called us to do with our people, our place, and our passion, we state it like this. God has called us to point people to real relationships and real significance. That's our uniqueness. That is the problem that we solve. Let's think about real relationships. Our hope every time we open the doors of this place is that people will enter and they will understand that there is a God who loves them and cares for them. And loves us so much that He gave His only Son to come and pay the price for our sins by giving up His life and by rising again and by trusting in the saving work of Jesus. We can have a forever friendship with God that is real and lasting and dynamic. We want everybody to know who comes into this place you can have a real relationship with God. And that is truly an extraordinary thought. God, the God, the creator, the inventor, the one overall and above all, he desires to be in a relationship with us. And we can enter into that through faith in Jesus. That's a real relationship with God. And we want everybody here at Valley Point to know that's available to you through simple trust. We also want everybody to know that you can have real relationships and you should have real relationships with the people around you. People to laugh with you and cry with you and to walk through life's journey. That's what makes a church community so valuable, right? It's the people around us. Somebody to laugh with, cry with, and walk life's journey. That's what a community does And the community should carry us along. When worship becomes a challenge. Or when it's really difficult to understand the word of God. Or when we have so much pain in our life that we have a hard time praying to our great God. It's the community of faith that carries us through those days and through those moments. Real relationships, they matter with God and with the people around us. What about real significance? Well, we have all been given one life, and God has enabled us with that one life to do something for Him where we live, work, and play to shine bright and to help other people see the love and the depth of what God can do for them that's our uniqueness that's the problem that we solve it's helping people know you can have a real relationship with God and with other people and you can take this one life what a great thought this one life that you have been given and you can use it to do something significant for God Okay, what does Scripture say about this? Well, I want to look at two different passages. One passage that talks about the faithfulness of God and a second passage that is a challenge for our future. The first passage is found in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 4. Here's what it says. For every house has a builder, but the one who built everything is God. Every house has a builder, but the one who built everything is God. The context here is taken from a conversation where the writer is talking about how Jesus has more value than Moses, and that's what we find in verses 1 through 3, with the point being Jesus was over the house that God built, and the builder should, should get more credit than the house itself. As we reflect on 50 years of God using our people, our place, and our passion to make a difference. Hear this. God is the builder. God is the builder. And may we never forget His provision And presence from 1971 until today. God is still with us. He has been. He's here today and He will be with us as we step into our glorious future and use our people, our place, and our passion for Him. May we never forget God is the builder. God is the builder. God is the builder. This verse, Hebrews chapter 3 verse 4, is actually within the framework of our building. You can see a picture on the screens from a day back in 2016, just a beautiful day, as our building was being constructed. We had a time where we came together as it was dug out below us here, and there were concrete walls being shaped. We had a time to come together to pray and to sing It was a wonderful day and then we had people write their names and thoughts and verses on the wall and here we have on the wall behind me a reminder of the faithfulness of God and how he is the builder. It will always be a part of the framework of where we worship on Sundays for every house has a builder but the one who built everything is God. God's the builder. God's the builder. May we never forget. A second passage, and I think this is the challenge for us. It's found in Hebrews chapter 10, verses 23 and 24. Here's what it says. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep His promise. That's a thought, isn't it? Can you smile a little bit? Because that's wonderful, isn't it? Wow, God can be trusted to keep his promise. And then here's verse 24. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. You know, if you've ever wondered, what does God want for me? What does he have for me? What does he desire for me today? And as I step into a new work week, what does he want for me tomorrow? Well, here it is. Let us think of ways. So this is a community thing, right? We need God and the love of Christ, but we also need each other. So let us think of ways to motivate each other to acts of love today and tomorrow and to acts of good works today and tomorrow. God has provided a means for us to be spiritually fed and a way to prepare us to live out the story of Jesus. It's called the church And that's why we do this. That's why we gather once a week to respond to the greatness of God, to lift up songs to Him, to pray, to focus, but to also be encouraged that there are others on this journey. And may we motivate, it's a wonderful word in the text here, may we continue to motivate one another to acts of good works And know that we are better together when all of this occurs. So here's a challenge for us as we think about the future. I'll state it this way. May we continually come home to church. And choose the lifelong posture of sitting at the feet of Jesus. And learning from him. May that happen for all of us. May we continually come home to church and choose the lifelong posture of sitting at the feet of Jesus and learning from Him. From the 20th anniversary booklet, I found something and I want to share this as our benediction, really. It was appropriate when our church celebrated 20 years of existence Tack on another 30 to that. And these words are still very appropriate. So listen to this and allow it to fall into your heart as we think about our past and where God is taking us. Here's what they said at the 20th anniversary. May we face this new decade with the spirit of the great missionary pioneer, William Carey, who said, attempt great things for God. Expect great things from God. May we face this new decade remembering the word of God. All things are possible with God. In light of this, let us claim God's promise. Call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. If we believe God, he will answer and these will be the greatest years in our history. Father, we step into your presence thankful for what today means and what it represents and what we celebrate 50 years of you and your faithfulness and your guidance and your direction. And God, we want to acknowledge that you built the house. That's something that you have accomplished. It's what you have done. And we're grateful. And give praise to you because of that. God, we also think about the years to come. And if we remain faithful to you and to your word, you will remain faithful to us. And you will use our people and place and passion to make a big difference in our locations. God, we thank you for 50 years. What a joy it is to be here on this day and to stand on the shoulders of really faithful people who stepped out in 1971 and said, let's begin a church. Let's do this. And they formed sang and worshiped and prayed and challenged each other. They lived out the ways of Jesus in humble ways, in imperfect ways, but they did it. And you grew that church. They purchased property and built and here we are today continuing the dream of what was birthed in 1971 so we thank you for the opportunity we have to continue this legacy God I pray that you would put a desire and a passion in each and every heart here today and in every heart watching online to take up the task of saying we will motivate one another as our church goes forward we will continue to motivate one another to acts of love and good deeds, knowing this is what you have asked of us. So God, give us the courage to step into that now. We pray all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.